Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about a new trend in protectionism that's been brought about by scarce resources all over the world. I predict new waves of political protectionism happening all over the world as scarce resources become more vital. In an effort to bring more control to a country's economy, governments sometimes interfere with free markets. This can sometimes bring more security to a country's critical resources. On today's show, we're talking about a wave of protectionism that is not making headlines, but it's sure to figure largely in the weeks and months to come. Mexico wants to become energy self-sufficient. They've pledged to stop exporting oil and gas in the next 18 to 24 months. Today, Mexico exports about a million barrels a day, the equivalent of about 5% of U.S. consumption. Much of that oil is not actually destined for the U.S. The majority is exported to India, Japan, Korea, parts of Asia, and other OPEC nations. Mexico is not large enough a supplier to have a full seat at the OPEC table, but they do have observer status. At the peak, Mexico exported 1.9 million barrels a day back in 2004. The main reason Mexico exports crude oil is because they lack the refining capacity domestically. Not only that, Pemex, the national oil company, has a disproportionate level of debt, with $113 billion in debt on its books. They can ill afford the major capital expenditures to expand their refining capacity. In truth, Mexico is using about half of its existing refining capacity because of maintenance problems and the lack of expertise to run the operations at peak efficiency. U.S. refineries routinely operate at above 90% of capacity. One of Mexico's top refineries is located just outside of Houston, inside the U.S., where they have access to the talent pool of engineers and operators to have an efficient operation. If Mexico succeeds in its quest to expand its refining capacity in the next 18 months, they could reduce their dependence on U.S. energy by almost half by 2024. Now, this is a real estate podcast. You might be wondering why we're talking about energy. Well, it turns out that economic output is tied directly to energy. For every unit of GDP, there's a corresponding unit of energy consumption somewhere in the world to produce that output. And since real estate is tied to economic output, it's directly tied to energy. Availability of resources is a function of consumption and of geographic constraints. Mexico is also dependent on water coming from the United States. They signed the Mexican Water Treaty of 1944. The Water Treaty was originally started in 1922 and finally ratified by the state of Arizona in 1944. That treaty guarantees Mexico a supply of 1.5 million acre-feet of water coming from the Colorado River. But as you might be aware, the water level in the Colorado River is declining, and in Lake Mead in particular. Lake Mead is now at record lows. The lowest ever recorded level was earlier in December, down 17 feet from a year earlier, and down 159 feet from the peak in 1984. The reservoir is currently at 31.5% of its capacity. There's only 8.89 million acre-feet in the reservoir, and Mexico theoretically would be entitled to nearly 20% of that amount. The level in Lake Mead fluctuates with the annual snowmelt. In the spring of 2021, the level peaked at 38% of capacity, and it's been falling steadily ever since to its current record low levels, just above 31% of capacity. The snowpack in the upper Colorado River Basin feeds the river in the spring. In the water world, water is measured in acre-feet. That's the amount of water it takes to cover an acre of land one foot deep. An average American home uses between half an acre foot and one acre foot per year. The problem is that in America, 
we've been using more water from the Colorado River than the Colorado River has to offer. Whether it's major cities like Las Vegas that take its water from the Colorado River, or the Central Arizona Project, which feeds the cities of Phoenix and all of the communities in Maricopa County, to the Central Valley in California. Used to be the case, the Colorado River used to reach the Pacific Ocean, and it doesn't any longer. It's tapped completely dry. Now, governments have decided to step in and spend $200 million in order to try and restore about half a million acre-feet to the reservoir on an annual basis for each of the next two years. This is a conservation effort, but it's a short-lived project. If successful, this would restore about 3.5% of the reservoir's capacity over two years, and at $200 million, it's not a small proposition. That price tag comes to about 1 20th of a cent per gallon, which frankly seems like a good deal. But the original conservation plan was designed to last five years, and after lengthy negotiations, it was cut down to two years. We're starting to attach real prices to the natural resources we depend upon on a daily basis for our modern lifestyle. When we ship grain from the U.S. to Asia or Africa to export food, what we're really exporting is water. The land exists in those locations to grow those crops. What they lack is the water. They have the labor to cultivate the land. All that's missing is water. As critical resources become scarce the world over, we can expect to see a growing wave of protectionism. We already saw it over the past year as the allocation of scarce vaccine resources were rationed very unfairly across the globe. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>